it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast hi um hello um hello to you too welcome back to um hello our jersey shore episode by episode recap today's episode three of season one what's this one called good riddance good riddance my name is cookie and i'm g wow and together we're cookie and g wow let's get into it i'm so excited so remind me what happens first we kind of get like the waking up of the aftermath i feel like of the night before and everyone's kind of like doubling down i feel like jenny's like i don't even remember and situation's like i don't even care and no one's telling the truth and you know polly and this is a similar thing with angelina on i believe episode two where she was like i don't remember what happened yes and they accused her of lying it's the same situation with jenny again uh, polly is accusing her of lying and saying oh she just doesn't want to look bad do you agree yeah. do you think she was lying I mean, I think to an extent, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it, for some reason, there's this like trope where like it's better if you don't remember. Maybe then you can like not admit fall. I don't subscribe to that, but I think that's what they're the girls are trying to like play into to save their relationships. Fully. And I get it because I fully tried to pull that card because I have this weird thing where no matter how drunk I get, I remember everything. I remember lucky. everything. No, it's not lucky because you do dumb shit when you're drunk and you don't want to have to remember every little detail of everything you've said. No, so there is this daunting anxiety when you wake up and you know something bad happened and you don't know what the fuck it is. Exactly. And I have never cheated, but I can't imagine that sinking feeling of, oh shit, I just destroyed my relationship. Uh, it's not a good one. <laughs> I've uh, definitely felt that before. Gina, G wow, tell us more. Okay, well, first, you definitely have to remember that like compet is a thing. And I definitely like did some things with girls when I had boyfriends. And I woke mm -hmm. up the next day being like, did I cheat? I know. See, this is the thing is I made my own excuses at the time. Now, looking back, I will admit I cheated. Well, that's the thing is a lot of people, they change and shift their definition of what cheating is when they've done some shady shit. Like people love mm -hmm. to be like, well, no, because I did this, but that's not cheating. But girl. I and then there's anything. like emotional cheating. And well, what do you consider cheating? Like what would be, what's the furthest you could go and not have it be cheating? Well, this is assuming you're in a monogamous relationship because I've solved all of life's problems and I'm not in a monogamous relationship. Oh. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we're at open, but that. like we're open with like a lot, a lot, a lot of boundaries. So like we have probably a different bar than other people would. Somebody DMs you, flirt with them. Some barista wants your number, give it to her. Like, I don't care. In these, like when I, cause I've been in mostly all of my relationships, mainly like serious ones were monogamous. And I think it's a little bit of like a communication thing too, that is lacking here. Right. It's not like, Hey, I'm going to go to the shore and I might dance with people and I might whatever. It's like yeah. chaos. Yeah, no, I think that's a good point. I think they came into this like, oh, I'm going to be loyal. I'm going to be good. And I think they may have been better off if they would have just had that honest discussion of I'm going to be wild. I'm on goddamn reality television. I have to make good TV. And also I want to yeah. have fun. And so yeah. I, I think the benefit of being honest in this situation is that you can find the line 
Yeah. But it's less blurry. Well, and here's what's funny is that these relationships are falling apart while Ronnie's and Sammy's is coming together. And situation is one doubling down. Like, I don't even care. I can get any girl I want. So why would I even want Sammy? But like, we just reenacted last time. All of him being so pressed about Sammy. I actually liked you, whatever. Well, my favorite little moment is Mike, I think is trying to play it off to us, to the audience. They're like, oh, I've just been uh, manipulating them this whole time. Yes. He's trying to play it off like he's in on some joke. Baby, no. no. You just had your feelings hurt. It is okay to admit that. And you know that I have a clip. I'm just entertaining that whole idea right now just to get Sam back. Because I'm going to get it real, 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 real close. And then let's look at it. Oh, is that it? <laughs> That's what I... No. And then do you notice like when they were at the t-shirt shop, Sam was entertaining him more than she showed up. To give her the benefit of the, of the doubt, I think that she wanted to be friends with him. I think she wanted to sort of end it and just be roommates and friends because they had the whole rest of the summer together. That's true. And they did talk about that later. And Ron kind of reached out as well, like inviting him on their date, which would, would have been weird. And I would not have done that if I was Mike either. No. But the date comes later. So we'll talk about that later. First, we need to talk about the iconic pickle scene so, there's so many good moments that i didn't even realize were only in season one i know well that first season was so iconic like we talked about before it, it was just the season that set up their characters so yeah. we get a lot of these legendary i actually have it's a little long but i have the sound i bite. need to hear it it's so good yo seriously she's on like a whole nother level on pickle <laughs> <laughs> you really got trained to be a porn star <laughs> She has the porn star in training hat. And the boys like always stare at me for eating pickles because I'm pervert. So of course they're gonna joke about it. I eat it a specific way. Suck the juice out first. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Hot. She knows better. She knows what she's doing. We all do. Girls are smarter than we let on. I also just think like her porn star in training hat. What? Who gave her? Why? Did she, why? Why? I didn't even notice that the first time I watched it. She was actually wearing it in the last episode in the hot tub, and that's when I noticed it. I didn't even notice. I don't pay attention to stuff like that. Uh, oh, you know I'm keeping my eye out for the fashion, which when they go out, we can get into it, but they have, like, all these guests coming over. Do they keep having guests in later season, or is this really, like, a season one thing to try and, like, create more plot or something? I don't know, because I do remember in later seasons, they have, like, big family barbecue days, but I don't know if they have friends and family just pop in like this because there's more of it later in season one. There's a lot of friends just popping in and here and there. Yeah, I mean, oh, so Wow's boyfriend and his friend come. Angelina's friends come and she tells her boyfriend to like meet them at the club. And then it's kind of almost like this, like, hey, yeah, we're on TV, but just come out with us tonight because the guests can still use their phones in this season. Did you notice that? I was fascinated. I did. If I was a producer, I would have been like, all right, noted for next season. Friends, yeah. take their phones. But it made sense, though, because then like the boyfriend could text a friend that he was there. So Angelina's boyfriend does show up at the club and it's immediately really awkward and weird tension. Yeah. And I don't know if this is just because he didn't want to be on TV or whatever, but it felt like they didn't like each other. Like, it definitely felt like Angelina was not excited to see him, didn't want him there, and was happy to be rid of him. I think he came in with a bad attitude, but it's hilarious that you say that it felt like they didn't like each other because I feel like that's kind of how Angelina dates. I can kind of relate to that. I think there's a certain personality type that's drawn to like relationships that like that because I think when you're in a relationship with someone you don't like that much, you don't get too close. 
And mm-hmm. I think there's something to that. Like, I think people who have trouble really connecting, they like those kind of distance relationships where it's like- Like a low risk thing? It is low risk. Yeah, exactly. It's like, mm. you never get too close. It's casual. It never gets too serious. And that's I, that's attractive to people. And I could relate because I'm kind of that way. I, I have trouble getting into those deep relationships. And a lot of time when I find myself really liking somebody, I do kind of push them away. And when a relationship is casual and I don't really like them as much, it does it does feel safer. Even though it's less fun and less satisfying, it feels safer. That's interesting. I mean, that could definitely be it because they push each other away real quick. I mean, their breakup was like, they were together for like four minutes. And it could be, and I'm noticing a trend. I think the editing in these early seasons, and maybe just the show in general, sometimes the pacing is a little funny. Like, it's like, they'll show up at the club and immediately they're fighting and it's over and they're back at home. It's like a minute and a half sometimes. I think that brings up the point, though, that I asked. When they go to the club, I feel like sometimes it's just for the drama that happens when they come back, which is why sometimes I feel Mm -hmm. like it feels like that because they just want to get to the juicy stuff. They do. I agree. I feel like they send them to the club just to set up the after fight. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, before we get to like the fights and and what happens after the club, I just want to go through some of like the fashion at this club moment because (laughs) Vinny is in a vest with a tie. I mean, was that like Vinny's thing? I don't know if that specifically was his thing, but I do remember him kind of like searching for his style because yeah. I think, like he said, when he came in, I think he wanted to stand out and not be a Guido, quote unquote. So I think there was, there was a style journey for sure. I mean, he still had his sunglasses at night. <laughs> and so when the, in the scene where Cook, uh, where Snooki is <laughs> cookie, <laughs> where you are, that's so funny. In the scene where Snooki was eating the pickles, she has on a cami and one of those like ruffle fabric mini skirts. <laughs> and looking at her body, she was considered a meatball, quote unquote, <laughs> meaning that she was like round. And I'm looking at her skinny, skinny body. Body and I'm like, God, this is why we all had eating disorders at this time. What the fuck? She's tiny. A, it was a different time. You even look at like the grenades that come on throughout the season. And some of them are like, they're pretty girls. They're like normal looking people. Yeah, they're just normal. Exactly. And then know. sometimes people that I don't find particularly attractive, the guys are like, oh, she's so hot. So it's like, it's a, so objective. Taste level was different is all. Who knows? Well, <laughs> speaking of taste levels, when Angelina and her boyfriend break up, it gets uncovered that he's married or going through a divorce, which they all then kind of look down on her for. Mm-hmm. I feel like this starts the Angelina spiral. <laughs> Do you think they were looking down on her or him? I think both, because this wasn't like a support women time. So I feel like they were Mm -hmm. like, why are you messing with a man that's married? Right. And they definitely had their little gossip uh, moment the next day after the club in the kitchen. They were like, oh, girl, he's married. They're like shocked. What do you think of that? What's your take on people who date, people who are married but split up? I think you have to be careful if you're going through like a custody battle to like Mm. not, you know, whatever. But I don't think this guy was. So if he was going through a divorce and like casually dating Angelina, I don't know. I don't think she was a villain for that. Although he was so like so not interested in being on camera. And the moment he was, he ran off. So I think there could have been something going on maybe with the wife. Maybe they weren't fully broken up yet. And he was like, shit, I'm on TV. Uh, but anyways, they break up and the next morning she's feeling a little depressed, uh, but she has to go to work. And so she just doesn't. She just does. I was going to say she has to, but she apparently she doesn't have to. She just doesn't. But that's part of the deal is that if you're going to live there, you have to go to work. And she like has this attitude that then no one really backs her up. And I think mm-hmm. I don't know what she was expecting. 
but she gets fired and I don't blame him. Like, what did she expect was going to happen if she was just like, why? I'm just not going and I don't care. And here's what I can't understand. And, and I love how we're spending this whole podcast psychoanalyzing Angelina. Like we're we therapists. have to. It's but- our, I mean, it's the last time we're going to talk about her for a while. That's true. Angelina, but- if you're listening, we fucking love you and live for you. But I, I can't understand the audacity of her showing up to work and being bothered that she's in trouble for not showing up at work. I have this clip actually, listen, listen to this. I don't have to do what I don't want to do. That's it. It was common courtesy for me to even walk over there. There's nobody to cover for me. I'm sorry. And I, I don't really care. I don't care what he thinks about me. I don't care what anyone in this house thinks about me. I don't. That's it. <laughs> it was common courtesy for her to show up late and say that she didn't feel like working. <laughs> I don't know what kind of a complex she has going on. And um, then when she gets fired and she's and they're kind of he's like, OK, well, that's it. Like, pack up your stuff and go like I'm not playing around. I think she's kind of waiting around for someone to be like, just kidding. And she's like walking around like, all right, guys, we'll buy. And I think she's expecting like everyone to be like, no, like she's expecting like it's like a graduation and nobody like cares. Nobody begs her to stay. And I think that really just like. It was, it was a really not a good way to leave for her. And it was kind of embarrassing because it, it was very transparent that she's like, I'm leaving. I'm walking out the door, guys. Anybody, anybody going to stop me? And anybody, do you guys see? I'm it leaving. was like what Snooki oh. did last episode. And maybe she was thinking like, oh, Snooki did this. Uh, and if I do it, then everyone will like me. And I don't know if you noticed, but like as she's leaving, she asks Snooki to write down her number, which I feel like is a foreshadow because when she eventually rejoins, I don't even know when, like the years later, it's because of Snooki. So I wondered if like that's, Mm. I don't know if that was like a little breadcrumb. I think the next season, I think they filmed season two, like a few months after the first one. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. Well, I've been keeping tabs on kind of how many days and nights they've been (laughs) there. And right now, so we're in episode three, and this this night where Angelina and her boyfriend break up, I'm pretty sure is only night four. You know what? I think it might be less because I, maybe she was exaggerating, but I think on family reunion or somewhere, she mentioned she was there for about 72 hours. How many and days she, 72 hours? That's three days. If they got there like in the afternoon on day one, I, yeah, that's, that checks out. So this is, that was not, not very long. And, and then she's just gone. Kind of anticlimactic. It was very anticlimactic. It was very, uh, that weird energy of her not really believing she was leaving. Like, I wonder, I feel like she didn't know she was officially gone until she got home. Yeah. And then with the episode being called Good Riddance, like, are the producers shading her? I think so, because if she was this much of a pain to everybody on camera, she must, I'm sorry, but she must have been a mess off camera too. Well, Good riddance to Angelina. She leaves. The drama continues, but do you want to take a little break before we dig into the rest of it? Let's do it. Can't get enough of um hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at um hello pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooki post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. All right, we're back. We certainly are. 
So the next thing that happens is Snooki's friend Ryder comes over, another visitor in the same episode. They're a fun time. I think one of the first things that I remember, why I remembered her is because she doesn't look like the rest of these girls. Like she doesn't have the dark hair, nail, like she looks more normal, quote unquote, than weed at. Mm-hmm. She's less camp, know. less. A lot of the Jersey Shore cast, they're almost campy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she she didn't feel like she was camp like the rest. No. Of and the way that like situation described her. Oh, yeah. Ryder. She's good looking. She's thin. She's not ugly. That's how he describes her. Not thin, ugly. Thin and not ugly. And so they so Snooki and Ryder go out. Can I just and, say really quick, though? Yeah, I love the sight of them dancing their asses off in an almost empty bar. I know it's funny because at, at different points, like Snooki mentions that she loves house music. And I think she just goes into those dive bars, goes to the jukebox, puts on house music and then dances like just in the middle of the floor. I don't know. And to be honest, if that that girl, if you're friends with her, she's so fun. You're going to have the best night of your life. If you're not friends with her and she's just some stranger, it's irritating as shit. And I know this because I am that girl. My roommate is that girl. (laughs) Oh, I am that girl. I am that girl who will walk into a bar where like people are like watching a football game and I'll put on like Madonna. dance my ass off by myself okay, so that, I love that, though. that's why i love snooki so much because i really see myself in her she's relatable definitely i mean she's like fun loving i mean she's just like nice innocent just wants to have a good time i do like i feel like everyone's starting to fall more in love with her at this point for sure um and so then we go back to the house in the hot tub the hot tub i feel like is their segue to like anything sexual they're like mm-hmm. are we horny get in the hot tub like it's very that and i remember of course i remember snooki and her friend making out in the hot tub do i condone the sentiment that women should hook up just for guys attention no. Did I want to watch this when I was 16 and in the closet? Yes. You bet your sweet ass I did. And the camera work is incredible too, because you can really, you get a whole story just from body language alone. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed how this scene played out with them all in the hot tub. Writer starts making out with Mike. Snooki clearly gets this jealousy that comes over her. But instead of reacting by getting angry, you could see the wheels turning and her deciding how she's going to pull focus. Mm-hmm. And that's when she goes in for the kiss kind of randomly. And she makes it out like, oh, I just was feeling like, make- no, baby, we all saw what just happened. Definitely. But we then it does segue to her making out with Mike. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's yeah. made out with Mike. So they make out in the hot tub and she says that she wants him to fuck her in the ass right now. Did she say fuck me in the ass? Yeah. I, I didn't mean, catch what, that part. Listen, it was, it was beeped, but I just, what else could it have been? It was... I want you to beat me in the beep right now. And then oh sit- and then situation was like, oh, that was obviously what it was. I mean, oh what else God. would it be? I have to ask, because there's a lot of um, hooking up with the roommate situation. If you were in this situation, would you be hooking up with your roommates? Probably. <laughs> I guess maybe because they didn't for sure know they were going to be back together for years. I just like, I-, I have a weird hang up about hooking up with or getting like that with like with any type of roommate situation or anyone you have to live with um i've definitely like hooked up with a lot of my friends just like people in close quarters like i just think it's fine can as you, long as- i'm so glad we brought this up can you have like casual sex with platonic friends just for funsies and then continue being platonic friends absolutely <gasps> i can't but because i have a lot of hang-ups <laughs> yeah and i yes i've definitely had platonic hookups 
That's great. No, that's awesome. But I think I'm an exception. I'm really good at separating feelings and sex. Like those are two things that could be a Venn diagram, but aren't necessarily. Right. I don't know. I know that like when you say like talking about the roommates and close quarters and stuff, Polly, I feel like with, with the him and JWoww and what's happening there, he, I feel like is me where he's like, I don't even care. It's just fun, whatever. And I feel like JWoww is a little bit more guarded mm -hmm. and he Polly even says like she is doing like not telling her boyfriend or talking to her boyfriend or whatever so that she'll feel less guilty when she hooks up with me like he's like <laughs> I don't feel guilty well this is from earlier but I forgot that I actually have a clip I met JWoww's boyfriend seems like a cool guy but if JWoww was my girl I would break up with her in a second your girl shouldn't be out there dancing like that lifting up her skirt and I already made out with her so I think he's kind of a sucker if you ask me do you think JWoww's boyfriend is a sucker? No. I, no. I wouldn't say he's a sucker because they were in a relationship. She went there. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Speaking of suckers, though, Rod and Sammy, suckers for each other at this point. <gasps> and while all this chaos is happening, they go on a very wholesome ass date. Yeah, and it's a good situation. It, it was charming to watch. They're like coming off of the mic drama mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they're like, well, here, let me ask you a question. Okay. Have you ever been on a mini golf date? I've never been on a mini golf date, but I love mini golf. Okay, because that's kind of like a quintessential sure thing that you do. I mean, oh. I a lot of the time sit it with like my sister and my cousins and stuff, but there's tons of mini golf. And like, that's a lot of the times a thing that you do at the Jersey Shore, I think. Oh, yeah, it's not really a thing on the West Coast. The only mini golf I had was like this kind of corporate arcade place. It was fun when I was a kid, but as an adult, I went back and I was like, this whole vibe is not very, it's not charming at all. So I would like to, I would really enjoy experiencing that kind of boardwalk golf experience that they had. Uh, but oh, and, and Sam and Ron, they also go go-karting. Is that another thing in Jersey? A boardwalk thing, yeah. Is it? Definitely. Not as popular, I feel like, as mini golf, but it's definitely still a boardwalk thing. Oh. But anyways, they do. They go on a very cute uh, date. And this is really where they cement like we're not just casually flirting anymore. Now we're starting to become a thing. Feelings. Feelings. From the two people who said don't have feelings at the Jersey Shore. It is mm -hmm. ironic that they're the two that came in saying, I'm going to break hearts. I'm not going to fall in love. And not only did they fall in love, but they fall in love very quickly, almost immediately. I mean, like like you said, this we're like day four at this point. Now, can I ask you, have you ever had a love at first sight moment like that where you meet somebody and days later you're like in love with them? <laughs> yeah. Am I just a really ridiculous, like hopeless romantic? I don't no. know. And all your questions, I'm like, yes. Um, I, yeah, I feel like if you have the energy with somebody, like it's easy to meet them and then just be like, this is it. I mean, even with like my girlfriend, the first like day we met, I was like, oh, this can't be the last time I see her. I don't, I, I don't know if I was like ready to be like, I love you at that point. But I was like, this is, this is something. Well, that's the thing I have definitely done multiple times, uh, because I think I, I do consider myself to be a creative person. <laughs> Um, as a you TikTok, are. as a TikTok superstar, I mean, I think it speaks, it speaks for itself. Let's just say that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But I, the reason I bring that up is because I, I have a big imagination. And mm. so I'm really, really, really bad about immediately creating stories about people. Like when I meet them, like I create ideas of who they are. And then I really convince myself that's exactly who they are. So I, I fall in love very quickly. And then I very quickly am sick of them. And it's a bad, it's, it's a bad situation. It's not a good situation. 
Okay, we're gonna have to psychoanalyze you soon. <laughs> not <know>. just Angelina. <laughs> I'm not on the Jersey Shore. We don't have to talk about my date life. Well, we're on this podcast, so we better take a break before we get into it. Okay. Hey, everybody. Do you want to hear more queer voices or maybe just more of Gina? Well, I'm Cheyenne from Hot Nastian. And I'm Seb, and we're Gina's co-host from her other podcast, Sapphic Survival Guide. Each week, we cover a new topic in the queer universe and answer all the questions that you want to know. Yeah, so after you're done listening to this episode, of course, pop on over to Sapphic Survival Guide wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, we're back. We're back. All right, so what happens before they get ready to go out and hit up Club Karma? So the boys are outside cooking, as they do, and they, well, set the grill on fire. <laughs> but what's that I, about? Listen, Mike clearly, I've said this before, he knows his way around food. He knows his way around the kitchen. He's a food guy. But I feel like Polly doesn't share that. And <laughs> um, I think what literally happened is that Polly put charcoal in, the, in a gas grill. Really, really good move. So that but it goes the- up in like actual flames. <laughs> now, again, I am that person. I would do something like that. I mean, he's a DJ. What do you want from him? <laughs> so that was just a cute little fun moment. Uh, but then they go once again to the club and Ron and them are all over each other now after their date. They professed their interest for each other. And so now there's kind of no holding back. No. And I mean, they're all out and having a good time. And I think that part of like the misunderstanding that goes down is like everybody does dance with each other, which I don't know why you wouldn't like go and have a good time dancing with your roommates. Wow's body looks fucking snatched. Mm -hmm. So even if you're not trying to get with her, why would you not go out and like have fun dance? And Ronnie's even like, once I go out, you know, on the floor, I just like, he's just going crazy. What is that weird little dance he does? That, that little dance that I forgot about it, but once I saw it, it brought me right back. It's so good. It's so legendary. He says that's a signature move, but it seems, it seems improvisational. What I think is funny and like, so, okay. So timeline of events, which, cause this is what I think is funny. So they're on the dance floor, Ronnie and Mike, both are dancing with this blonde girl. Mm-hmm. someone tells Sammy and then or maybe she even sees it she then talks to some cop that she knows which I love that it's like all about the fact that he's a cop I know but I then, was say that too when they get angry at each other I don't know if you notice the girl that they're all pressed about Ronnie dancing with is making out with Mike Exa- yeah exactly. so why are you guys fighting <laughs> here's the kicker is that Ronnie doesn't even notice Sam exchanging phone numbers and being spiteful, which I think is funny that she admits that she's spiting Ron. (laughs) She's like, I'm giving up my number to spite Ron. At least she's honest. But Ron doesn't even notice Jenny sees and goes and and snitches. So is this snitching or is she like looking out for, I don't know. I guess like I probably wouldn't have said anything. I think it's snitching a little bit because Jenny is friends with both Sam and Ron. So there's that. But also she didn't really know what was happening. Like she just kind of saw Sam talking to a guy and and like hand him a piece of paper or write something. She has no, I mean, that could be Sam's cousin. Like you have no idea. That's true. Immediately without talking to Sam. That is a little like, I would like ask, like, what's going on, girl? I, I agree. Like, I like Jenny. I, I just agree. like that. No, I feel you. It all happens in like two seconds. And I feel mm-hmm. like it was like drunk miscommunication. And then Ronnie just like storms off because she gave her number to a cop. 
And then Wow, I think he's just trying to be a good friend, leaves. But they go up and they're like, Sammy, Wow left with Ronnie. And she just <laughs> automatically thinks it's sexual. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where the episode leads off. They, we, they give us a cliffhanger, though. The very last thing we see is sort of a teaser for the next episode is that Sammy Ugh. goes back to the house and Jenny and Ron are in the room together and Ron is naked. Or like naked-ish. Was that like a mistease? No, it did happen. They um, don't. They didn't do anything. No, no, no. They didn't do anything. But okay. I think he was just like getting in bed and was like stripping down. And this is what this is my imag- interpretation of what I think happened. I think he went and just was like annoyed and went to bed and was like undressed, getting ready. And then Wall probably walked in and was like, "Hey, like what happened? What, what's going on?" And then that's when Sam came in. So it looked funny, but I don't think anything weird was going on. Mm, no, I feel I feel that I feel that. But it's a good teaser because I'm excited it's- for next episode. A good ass teaser. And I know we do like a quote from each episode. This one's from the beginning. So we have to like go back, but I want to get into character here. So hold on. Oh my God. Wait, let me see. Those are everything. And I have a jar of pickles. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. You look like a sci-fi character. I'm obsessed with you. You look like you're... (laughs) I, oh, I'm so like, not into it, but it feels like, like Jersey Shorey. <laughs> uh, Are you ready to get out our acting ability? I'm ready. I'm going to play Snooky because I want to in this moment. I'm already dressed apart. Is that okay with you? Of course. And I'm going to play sort of all the guys. All right. I'm okay. going to try to get some pickle ASMR too. So, okay. Start okay. it off. <clears throat> Who are you hooking up with, Snooks? Who am I hooking up with? I don't know. Let's find me a man to bring home. <laughs> What are you laughing at? Sticks is funny. She likes her pickles. I do like my pickles. Isn't there one thing that you eat every day? Yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> I just love that line. Yeah. What? I don't know. Well, keep how good are pickles though? Are you a pickle girl? Because I feel like I-, I saw this trend on TikTok where like pickles are polarizing. People either really, really don't like them or are obsessed. Are suck you a pickle the juice girl? Out for- yeah, suck the juice out first. I am a pickle girl as well. I've been eating pickles like Snooki for years. When I first heard Snooki say that, I was like, I should try that. And now I suck out the juice when I eat pickles. I think pickles are such a good snack when you're just like, I'm just like a little hungry. I just like want one little thing. It's a good little pickle. Mm, I disagree because I'm a whole dry in one sitting kind of girl. Well, I feel like this is a this is a good episode, but I, I'm really excited for next week. So any any closing thoughts? Um, I guess my closing thought is don't have a boyfriend if you're going to go to the Jersey Shore. That's and we'll it. get more into that, too. Next time. You could follow me on TikTok or Instagram at Cookie Olafonte. And I'm on Instagram at Gina Finio on TikTok at Bisexual Gina. And you can go to my website, GinaFinio.com. Oh, I have a website too. It's Songs by Cookie. Go get your merch. I have merch and I have music. And we have a show social media now at Um Hello Pod. Hell yeah. So follow us, like, subscribe, leave us a review if you like it. And when you follow us on social media, let us know your thoughts. Yes. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Get crazy. Get wild. Let's party. Get loud. If you want to have fun and do something. If you want to have fun and do something. Get crazy. Get wild. Let's party. Get loud. If you want to have fun and do something, if you want to have fun and do something.